You're listening to the Break Free Podcast, where we show up, tell the truth, and do the work so that we can live God's best for our lives. On today's episode, Ashley becomes the guest, and we share a dynamic interview where she unveils transformative insights and life-changing truths. Let's jump right in. My guest is Ashley Winston. She's an author and entrepreneur and helps individuals like you and I tap into our full potential. Tell us a little bit more about what you do, Ashley. Well, you know, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur, so I traffic between multiple industries. I'm helping people unlock what I call their God-given potential and unleash their unstoppable. And so depending on the industry, that might look a little different, but it all boils down to I help to build people, build teams Mm. so that they can have better outcomes in their lives and actually bridge the gap between where they are now and what they are saying they want, whether that's Mm. a financial you know, outcome or really just any type of life goal. I bridge the gap. I love it. I want to go straight into that. And I, I love the fact that you framed it like, you know, it can help our team and it can help like, you know, help bridge that gap. But going specifically around the financial potential, um, let's go back even to a sub level, just potential in general. Why do so many people not live up to the potential that they have or don't even tap into their full potential? Like, I've seen this throughout my life and it's just one of those things that go bonkers and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. You know, I really think, Donald, that it boils down to fear. I think that's the root of a lot of what keeps people boxed into living beneath their potential and lack of exposure Mm. too. It's kind of a combination because I think some people would, you know, explore and venture out to unlock their full potential if they were exposed to what's available to them, if they knew what was inside of them. And that boils down to environment, atmosphere, right? Like if you're never in a certain atmosphere or the type of atmosphere where your potential can be seen or unlocked or somebody can see something in you, that's never going to be realized. You don't even know it's there. It's, It's hidden, right? A lot of times our potential is dormant. I think that's so exposure. And then fear, like if you do know that there's something in you, but you're afraid to try, you're afraid to step out. And I think it's because we love to, we love what's familiar. And our future, in in my opinion, our future is never found in what's familiar, but it's comforting. And so it's like, you know, you can have your comfort zone or you can choose courage and unlock your full potential. You know, it takes courage. Yeah. And I love those two. And I was, I was sitting here, amen, in some of those things in my head, like, dang it, Ashley's like looking into my life and telling me stuff already. (laughs) I hear that a lot. (laughs) Because it's, it, it is very common, right? Like, I think you're, um, I want to go back to the idea of fear. And then we can come back into the money one. Okay. I can tell you, I had, when you hear people, say, I, I've heard people say it. And it's like the fear of success. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Who's going to talk about no fear? They, everybody wants to be successful. Nobody's going to really have a fear of success. But then from, I can tell you when I first started a business, actually, I was definitely fear of success. Because one, I didn't want to seem as a charlatan or like as a imposter. So the imposter syndrome, everybody, a lot of people face that. But then number two towards that was like, I was a solo coach. And I was like, I don't want to have more clients or bigger clients because I'm not going to be able to take care of them. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. That fear of success was like, there's no way I'm going to mess up. I don't want to do that. So let's stay back here in comfortable zone. (laughs) Yeah. Comfort zone. Exactly. I was just talking about that I guess a night or so ago with a girl that I mentor and, you know, she's Uh pursuing real estate and kind of doing a career swap. And, you know, every time we're talking about how every time she gets to a certain point, she sabotages, right? And we were looking at the pattern. 
Yeah, self-sabotage. And, you know, self-sabotage can be tricky because at first it didn't look like that. You know, it could just like, oh, it's this or it's that because it can mask itself so many different ways. But then we started to look at the pattern of how many different areas of her life this was happening in. We're like, you know, house almost sells and it, it doesn't sell, you know? You order something and then it doesn't come in the mail, right? Like It's like all these different things that seem random, like they're out of your control, but you realize, oh my goodness, this is happening because this is what's happening inside of me, right? I've got this chain and I'm believing I can only go so far. And when I get to that place, that chain, that belief system that I have is designed to bring me back. So you can't Mm -hmm. go any further than what you believe because we become what we believe. So your subconscious mind is going to bring you back into whatever your belief system is. That's why transforming our thinking is so important. And so when we keep reaching the same limitations or hitting up, you know, coming up against those, even in your earning potential, if we shift to that, you know, when you keep hitting a certain amount, you're like, man, I can't break this level or this amount in my business, this goal that I have. The chain is the barriers inside of you. It's not outside. It's not the clients. It's your belief system that you believe you can only get to 100K. You can only get to a million. You can only get to, it's what you believe. Because when you believe, whatever you believe, you start to act upon. You start to create what's necessary for that belief to manifest. Yeah. So if you're on 100K, you're going to do whatever you can to hit 100K. If the goal is 5K, you're going to keep doing whatever you do to hit 5K. And you're never going to go up from there until you change what you believe. All right. You got, this is, uh, I think we can end the episode here and that will be like the, they got the cost for admission already. (laughs) They got that. Like we gave them some good stuff on that. You asked me I want to go deeper. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I need to be as a guest, I mean, as a, as a host, I need to be able to do some probing here, some, be some, some, be antagonistic in some way. And I want to go into that idea because I, I agree with you 100% on this notion of the belief system because it's, it's so true. If, I, if I'm only at a, if I'm 100K level, have you read Atomic Habits yet? Actually, I have, not all the way through, not all the way through, but I have. I, okay. it's, one, it's a book I have <laughs> that I go into. I have it on my list too. Like, and, I'm, and I'm going through it right now and I'm just like, mm, it's a good so book. Good. But one of the, th- <laughs> yeah, um, James, one of the things that he, James Clear talked about in the book was this notion of like, and I've heard this before, we teach it in our sales mindset course, but it's like you're, behaving in accordance to who you are. Like, and just bring this in, you're a faith-based individual too, right? I am, yes. Remember the whole, what would Jesus do bracelet back in the day? Yes, I remember um, that, people yes. Had? Because then they can they can ask themselves, is this something that Jesus would do? So then therefore mm-hmm. they behave according to that. But it's the same concept when it comes towards you. Am I, if I'm looking at myself, if I'm looking at Donald being a, you know, a billionaire, then yes. I need to ask myself, is this what billionaire Donald would be doing at this point? Absolutely, yeah. we had a, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I thought no. Go. So, so same on this. The same on this line. Like you know, when it comes towards like the income potential. However, I also may not necessarily know those steps. I mean, and put yourself in a sales position, sales rep position now. Where you know, I got Mandy listening to the episode, and she's like, Ashley, I'm all on. I'm believing that. How do I do the action now to be able to make that happen? Like, what are some of those things that I could do to break past my limiting belief that beyond just the mental barrier? I think it has a lot to do with your, it starts with the thinking, okay? I'm going to go back to that because you will naturally do some things differently if you transform your thinking. So that's where I'd like to start. How do I transform my thinking? Because like you said, Donald, if I become the billionaire in my mind, I will begin to 
act in a, I will begin to act in a way that's congruent with that belief. Yeah. Because, yeah. right? I'm, I, I was talking about this before. I believe that our thoughts, the way we're designed, our thoughts drop down into our heart and then out of our heart, our lives are produced. We act out of what's in our heart. And so it's like an automatic process. So the first thing I would tell someone is get some new thoughts and train your thinking. It's like a garden that's been untamed. Like when you think when you see a garden that's been untamed, there might be flowers in it or crops, whatever, but you're also going to see a whole bunch of weeds and a whole bunch <laughs> of mess, right? Because it hasn't yeah. been tended to. And that's where our minds are a lot of times because of what we're exposing ourselves to, whether it's in our lives or at work or at home or on social media. So our minds are so full of clutter and mess. So let's start with managing our minds, the thinking that we already have and beginning to pluck out the negative thoughts. How do we do that? You first have to be conscious that you're thinking negatively. So it's like, what am I thinking about? What am I thinking about on a day-to-day basis? Am I thinking positively? Am I thinking negatively? And you have to begin to stop the negative thinking, right? And say, oh my gosh, I really don't think I can get X amount of clients. I really don't believe that. See, that's where the honesty comes in. And then you can say, you have to be willing to confront yourself. I talk about that in in my book, Break Free, about, you know, it takes so much courage, but you have to be honest with yourself and then say, okay, I don't want to think that way anymore. I need to replace that thought. But see, sometimes we get all these positive thinking books and all positive thinking, but you haven't dealt with the negative thinking. So it doesn't take root, right? It's like trying to put a whole bunch of new seed on top of crappy soil and a whole (laughs) bunch of other seeds, right, that didn't fully reach their potential. It's like, no, let's deal with the soil. Let's cultivate that soil. Let's remove what's dead in there and no longer producing. And now let's lay the foundation and start planting new seed, new thoughts. How do you get the new thoughts? Environment, who you're around, who you're listening to. Great podcasts like the ones that you host and the ones that you produce. Books, right? Conferences. You have to invest in yourself. Sometimes it's free, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes you have to pay for coaching. You have to pay for advising. You have to pay for, to be a part of certain communities. Like the wealthy understand this. Mm -hmm. If you look at, even if you look at some of the top, I won't even say top earners, but if you look at some of the greatest people in their industries, they are paying people to correct them and help them with their thinking so that they can operate on a higher level. And they train with these people every week, sometimes every day, sometimes for multiple hours a day, just because they want to win. They want to be the best. And so it just depends on how far you want to take it. You know, as you were sharing this, there's a couple of thoughts that came to mind. One of them was like, you tapped into something when you were talking about like your, you know, just the belief again, and then, you know, how this, it comes from our mind to our hearts and everything from there go out, right? You said it way more eloquent than I could. (laughs) Uh, it, it, look, it's Bible. I can't take credit. I can't take credit. <laughs> but, you know, but it, the, the thought though with it was like, when I think about it from like a sales professional, if I have a thought that no one's going to answer the phone, then, or prospecting doesn't work. I can't do any outreach. People are not going to yes. want to accept my appointments. If I live in that belief and that's a $100,000 mindset, that's all I'm going to get because the only people I get are people who come in inbound and people who raise their hand. But if I, if I have a negative belief about outbound, then I'm not going to get that. But if I change that belief and say, what would a successful business owner, a successful sales rep who's making half a million dollars a year do? Well, they'll go for some of these larger accounts and they would actually reach out to them. They would be more 
confident on the call. They wouldn't give up as easy. Like there's all of these different little things because that belief comes into the heart, heart then comes into action. And I would say yeah. like you, when we started talking about how to, I think as a sales professional, I would challenge salespeople and say, you know what you should be doing, but you're probably not mm. doing it because you're listening to the podcast, you're hearing this stuff, but you'd, you're automatically going to, I know I automatically, when I listen to people, I'm not, I'm being straight. I'm trying to be uh, honest here, right? I That's automatically nice. in my head, Go back into that negative weeds. I need to rip out some of those negative weeds. I look at it and say, well, that won't work for me. I look for what's not going to work as opposed to what's going to work. That can't work in our industry. Ashley's talking about something in different types of sales. Like that, that, you know, James is talking about it in that way. Or my industry is a little bit different. You know what I mean? Because that right there is preventing me from even doing anything to test it out. So it's, I love your idea of ripping out those negative weeds from the roots. And then we could go ahead and apply some of those things here. So as a sales rep listening to this, that's how you start. <laughs> yes, because I mean, how can you learn what you already know? What do you feel that's already full? It's like when yeah. you're talking to someone, yeah, it might be different, but yeah. what's the 1%, 2%, 5% of information that you didn't have before the conversation that you needed to go that 100%. much further? Right. So if you cut it off already, you don't even have the opportunity to learn that percentage that you needed to go the next step to go, you know, further. Yeah. It all goes back to knowledge. Like that's the difference between somebody who's earning a certain, well, it's not just knowledge, it's knowledge plus execution, right? You have to execute because knowledge is, you know, really potential. We, We say knowledge is power, but knowledge is really potential. It's not power unless you're doing, you're acting on what you know, but that's the difference. It's like, there's a knowledge gap. So, you know, Warren Buffett knows something that we don't know, right? So we need to read the book. (laughs) We want to go in that direction. It's like, okay, well, read what Warren's talking about and see what he was able to do. Doesn't mean you'll do it that way. I always believe you have to leave room for God and Holy Spirit to move through you and your gifts and your way of doing it. But the bottom line is there's knowledge there that you need that can help bridge the gap between where you are today. And like you said, Donald, I use Warren because you brought up the billionaire example, right? Between <laughs> where you are today and that billionaire that you're becoming. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm dead serious on that, man. I wrote it on, I have it in my, when I record at home on my home studio, my home office there, I have that, the, the number is 10 billion that I have. Now I, I may have a limited, limited, I may have a limited belief on it, but I put 10 billion in 10 years. So yeah, it's a. I agree with you. I, I'm excited. <laughs> Invite me to the celebration, the party when you when you hit when you hit the goal. I'm ready. When we hit that, you'll come on the yacht off uh, Palm yeah. Beach. Here. We'll, I'll we'll be go. there. I'll be there. I will be there. Uh, you know what are some other things that may limit me though? So we we kind of get this idea uh, now. You got us fired up here, and and folks are getting uh, ready to jump out and create these goals for this year. But what are some other things that might that might hinder me from tapping into my full potential? We talk about fear. We talk about the unfamiliarity. Like, let's go into unfamiliarity with it. Yes. I imagine you talk about this being around people, that's coaches and so forth. But let's say, what about the people that are around me, my friends? Like, how can that impact my earning potential? It's so funny. I love God because even before you said, I didn't know that's exactly <laughs> where you were going. But when you're like, what are some other limitations? The first thing I thought was change your circle. Mm. You have to keep changing your circle. Like we read books about this, we hear about this all the time, but I can't emphasize this enough. You know, you become like the people you spend the most time with. Mm. It's true. (laughs) So if you wouldn't want to trade your future for the people you're around, perhaps you need a different group of people around you because that's who you're around the most. That's who you're talking to. So they're either helping you come higher 
or they're helping you to stay where you are or potentially go lower, right? That's so important. I mean, I can't, I, I feel like I'm always talking about that with my <laughs> clients about who they're around. Even if you're a high level leader, like if yeah. you want to go higher than where you already are, you have to put yourself around people who are doing better than you, which requires humility. I think sometimes it's, again, one of those things that's easier said than done. How do I, I can't fire my family. Uh, like they're True. around me. Yeah. How do I, you know, you have, you maybe have, you have great friends that you grew up with. How do I ensure that I still maintain relationships, but find that new group of people? Do I just go on, you know, Cora and go look for some group of folks or no, how do I find that community? Thoughts, feelings? On I that? honestly think that we end up attracting them. Okay. As we become the person we're called to be. Think about how I ended up on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It was a fit right? Yeah. <laughs> right. You beat people as you become who you're supposed to be. You're introduced to new people, new environments and events and things like that. And so I think a big part of it is not focusing so much on like, I've got to create this new circle. I think you should focus on becoming the person that will attract the people that you want to be around. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can still attract, and it's like, you might not be a billionaire, but what are some of those characteristics yeah. that billionaires have, right? As it relates to it, just the person, like I said, the character, mm -hmm. the character is important, right? Because your character is more than likely going to dictate your conversation. And yeah. people at a certain level, when they hear your conversation, they'll either be turned off by it or attracted by it, mm -hmm. right? And they'll know, hmm, one of us, no, not one of us. or not one of us, but potential work yeah. ethic. I don't know. They'll see something. You get what I mean? And you I do. begin to gain access. You'll begin, you'll get access. So that's one way. I also think it is good sometimes to network with people and step outside of your comfort zone and go to events. You know, I'm kind of an extrovert introvert. You know, I'm extroverted in my career when I'm talking to people about what I'm doing. But there's another side of me where I'm like, leave me alone when I'm at home because <laughs> I'm out, you know, pouring out all day. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so I have to be intentional about, well, maybe I should go to this. Maybe I should go to this event, get out of my comfort zone or go to that conference or, you know, whatever it is. I think you can meet people that way. And I think it's great to join like masterminds and communities like that, where you know people are as hungry as you are and, and willing to put in the work. I believe in masterminds and communities like that. And then as it relates to the people this is really hard, Donald, just being honest, that have always been in your life. The truth is that if they're not growing at the same pace and level as you, there's going to be separation. Yeah. I think we want to avoid this part because it's painful, but that is a part of growth. Elevation does require separation, right? Yeah. The butterfly can't stay in the cocoon. There's a separation, a shedding, right? of its prior self in order to become its new form. Yeah. And so there will be some separation. And I think it's important to deal with your feelings around that and having conversations. It may not be that you never see these individuals again. It just might be the time that you spend with them is different. Yeah. Right. And then you have to understand, and you're right, that is that feels like a loss. It's costing you. But success pretty much costs you or will everything. I'm a witness to mm. that. <laughs> wow. Success, like your destiny will cost you everything plus everything. So that- Talk to me about people, that. I want to 
Oh my god! I want you to tap into that. There's a story there, and I and I, I can't let this episode go without hearing that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, you know, I think that in my case, in my journey, you know, I I was a uh, let's see if I go back. I was you know coming out of grad school, thought I knew exactly what I was going to do next. I was coaching women at the time, mentoring women, and I felt like this is the level that I'm called to. Like I'm just gonna in my mind, Donald. I thought that was it. That was I. I had built. A business it was doing, you know, well, and I had courses online and things like that. And I thought, okay, the next thing to do, I've been to school, I started my company, I'm doing well. Duh, get married. That's what every woman is doing now, right? After, right? That's what I'm supposed to be doing. So, you know, I was so thirsty to be married. I got in this relationship, this athlete. I'm like, oh my God, you know how you're so focused on it. And it wasn't the relationship that God had for me, right? And what I mean by costing, I had to make a decision. Either I'm going to get it, stay in this relationship and pretend like this is all there is to me and what I'm called to do, or I'm going to grow and choose my purpose. And that's really how my business and my ministry started. I called off my wedding and decided to pursue my purpose. And it cost me that relationship. It cost me maybe some of the opinions people had about me. It cost me the whole future I had planned. And I, you know, had to mail all of my gifts back to family and friends and things. And in some ways it felt like at the time my reputation, because, you know, at the time it was like, you're this, you know, brand new kind of entry-level entrepreneur and you hit the jackpot, you know, this, this athlete, like, what are you doing? But I knew in my heart that that's not what I was supposed to be doing. And so that was the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. It cost mm. me that, right? It's cost me, you know, having sometimes to people are going to certain events or certain things and I couldn't go, you know, things like that. It, yeah. it costs a lot. You know, there, there's so much more to my life and the story, but I would honestly say to anyone listening, I feel like every dimensional leap that you make towards your destiny will cost you something that you had on the last level, because every point of increase requires us to change. And that's why going back to your original question, you were asking, why are so many people living beneath their potential? It's because it's expensive to, to grow. You know I mean? We always say ignorance is expensive. It is not knowing will cost you, but knowing will cost you too. And growing will cost you. It'll load you up on the opposite side, but it's going to cost you going up. Yeah. It's going to cost something. I love this. I mean, so many things that I thank you for sharing that first off, being willing to do so. Sure. I would ask you, was it worth it though, the cost that you had to pay? Yes. And I tell everyone that all the time I say, listen, it's not going to be easy. I'm being honest. It was so hard. Like every time I've had to level up, it has been so hard, but it's been mm-hmm. so worth it. And then when I get on, on the other side, I realize why what I thought, just to encourage someone, what I thought I needed so bad. I realized why it couldn't go where I was going next. So you don't see it there in that moment or when you're in process. But once you land and you're on solid ground in that next dimension, you realize, oh, that really wasn't a match for this location anyway. It wouldn't Mm -hmm. have served me here. And it doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make that situation bad. It served you when you needed it, but you don't need it anymore. And so, yes, I would say for sure it's worth it because you got to leave this earth knowing you exhausted your potential. Yeah. Oh my. Listen, there's so much here. Actually, <laughs> one takeaway in 
15 seconds. What's one major takeaway you'd want a salesperson listening to this episode to walk away as they're applying financially to hit their potential in 2023? Work on you because you'll never out-earn your self-worth. So you've got to believe that you're worth it first. And if you don't, work on that because you can't make an ask that you can't back in your heart. Amen to that. Ashley, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for your insights. Truly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed Ashley's interview. If you enjoy the Break Free podcast and want to stay connected to Ashley, subscribe to her email list by going to theashleywinston.com and receive the number one secret to overcoming obstacles and creating a life you love for free. Within this secret, you'll discover many keys to advancing your personal and professional goals and enjoy gaining the clarity that moves you forward at warp speed. Become a part of the Break Free family by signing up today and getting the inspiration you need to reach your next level of unstoppable. Stay up to date with Ashley's latest episodes and be the first to know about new offers, products, services, and events. Simply visit theashleywinston.com 